0: See, this shit makes me crazy. Tell me more. I need it all. Give me it all. All of it. Let's go. Can you repeat that? But say it like loud and clear so homies can take notes. I love a good green juice. Little spirulina stash. It's my fave. Yeah. And again, listen, this is just an opinion based thing. If that resonates, take it. If not, you leave the rest. Take it or leave it. Plug. There we go. All right. Here we are. Episode two already. Nico Kookness, one of my great friends growing up, is coming on the show. I am very, very excited. What a perfect time. It's the end of Pride Month. So perfect time to talk about his coming out story. And I'm pretty stoked about it. Even if you don't identify in that LGBTQ plus community... We can all relate. We all have shit in our lives that may be hard for us to come out and completely own and love and accept about ourselves. So even if you're not gay, that's okay. We can all learn something from him. He's amazing. All right. Enjoy.
1: Let's do the Jeopardy uh, theme song.
0: I don't even know it. Who's doing Jeopardy now?
1: oh the guy from reading rainbow
0: oh yeah, yeah. oh is that him
1: lamar burden Aww. i think he's gonna do it
0: he's cute i like him okay okay cute bitch shuffle all right let's get this shit going all right before let's we start before we start yeah please introduce yourself um to everybody who you are where you grew up and what your favorite color is
1: um i'm nico I, um, as Liz said, I've known her since preschool, so I grew up in Mount Lebanon as well. Everyone knows where Mount Lebanon is, right?
0: I think so. South Hills, yes. down south.
1: Yeah, 15 minutes south of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Be a true walking community. There's a
0: brick road. You live on a brick road? Yeah,
1: cobblestone. cobblestone.
0: Oh, co- it was a cobblestone. cobblestone. yeah. Wow, I've been um, saying brick for like 25 years. Yeah. It's a cobblestone, great.
1: Favorite color? Blue. All shades. Why? I don't know. I just, I resonate with blue. Second favorite color? Red.
0: Like old red. Like old red. So, Nico is known for having a lot of cars growing up with different names Old Red, Oatsmobile. I guess that's it.
1: That's really it. That's
0: actually it. So, not really. I just, I
1: like cars. I'm a car
0: guy. He is. Mm -hmm. He's a car guy. Mm -hmm. He and I, yeah, we've been friends for forever. We went to Foster together, which is the local elementary school. And then we went to Mellon. And then we went to high school. And then he, you know, stayed in the area. I went to Penn State, Mm -hmm. kill me. Um, When I was doing this, I was thinking, I want to interview someone who's like in the field of X, Y, and Z. And that's all great and fine and fabulous. But when talking about authenticity and authentic self-expression, where else to look than just the people around you? And Nico has a cool story um, that I think that has been like a huge part of what makes him who he is. And I don't want to speak for you, but when we talk about authenticity, because this is something I feel like. I've always explored in my life and I recently have been focused on trying to find Liz Valley's authentic self-expression as she's approaching 30. But how would you define authenticity in your own words?
1: So I would say um, when I think about authenticity and the word and kind of the meaning behind it, I, I define it as being really kind of really just like living your truth and living that truth for yourself right and whatever that means i think being your authentic self means different things for different people and in different ways mm-hmm. in different um, times
0: in uh, in your life for sure yeah
1: but i i think it's it's not uncommon for i think people to realize what 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 is what it consists of their, what is our authenticity right mm-hmm. later on down on the road like i i think it would be very hard to find somebody who lives their authentic self, quote-unquote, maybe from day one, right? As soon as you're born. Um, I think it's something, you de- it's something that you develop. I think it's something you realize and you see, you know, what that is. Mm-hmm. And whether that's through, like, experiences, through relationships, through different events that have happened in your life. Yeah. that kind of yeah. really get you to that point.
0: It seems so simple, but then add in the factor of, Everyone wants to feel accepted and admired, and I think that's just human nature. And so when you're going through something that feels authentically you, and like this feels true to me, but the people that love you around you maybe not accept, they might not accept you, they might, that's hard. And that's where that people-pleasing tendency can come, and I'm just speaking for myself, is okay, I can't be Liz, who's a little bit crude and a little bit weird because, I don't know, it could rub somebody the wrong way, or it could... And that's, I wonder for you how you've kind of experienced that growing up, you know, wanting to be authentically you and then feeling like you couldn't because you didn't want to let people around you, didn't want to let them down. Or I don't know if you've ever, ever experienced that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I will definitely admit that I have not, you know, lived my authentic self up to more recently, probably within the last five, six years, right? More mm-hmm. so than ever. And it's really because I had that aha uh-huh moment, too, where it was like, you know, like, what's going on here? I always, I always knew from an early age that I had those feelings, right? I always knew that I think my attraction was more towards, towards men than women, right? I always kind of knew that I was different from an early age.
0: How did you, like, was it a certain age? Because, you know, obviously when you're really, really young, I mean, I don't know. Can you at four five six feel that. I remember you telling me like in elementary school you started to, but can't but did you notice that as yeah, as early as I mean, how early did you start knowing, wait, something feels different. I feel different than the rest of the other boys.
1: I think it was probably I would say around maybe like first or second grade. Wow. Right? Like I don't I don't think you know from like a toddler, right? I mean Mm -hmm. I I remember stuff from back then to some extent, but a lot of our memories and stuff just it's just not there. Like Right. I don't remember having those feelings earlier than that. I think it was really like in, you know, the early years of like elementary school where I felt kind of like I wasn't into sports. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't. Like I never.
0: But you did like cars.
1: I liked cars. (laughs) Manly. Yeah. Very manly. Kept us guessing. Yeah, right. Cars. Mm. It really throws for a loop there. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) With my my background, my culture, like I always, you know, envisioned like the big – you know, a Greek wedding, right? Well, that Greek wedding is between yeah. a man and a woman, so between two men, right? And well, because for me, the
0: church couldn't—that's why. Right, because the church, is, yeah, the church—they are pretty still.
1: Yeah, I mean, they still consider marriage between a man and a woman, okay. which I respect, right? Right, and that's, right. I understand that's the church and that's their teachings and whatnot, right? Yeah. But for me, like, mm-hmm. I always envisioned that would be me one day. I'd be having that that Greek wedding, and it's a it's a very beautiful ceremony, and it's a you know an important event. But I know that that wasn't gonna happen for me like I as much as I wanted it I knew that wasn't it wasn't gonna happen for me right it won't happen for me because I'm not attracted to women you know my dad came here when he was 17 years old from Greece he was an immigrant really came here for I mean it it sounds cliche too but really his his American dream his life right Mm -hmm. I mean back in Greece there was not opportunities on the island like what was he gonna make of himself how was he gonna You know, he kind of saw how people were struggling and what that was. And he saw other people who came here and were successful and he wanted that. And Mm -hmm. the last thing I would ever want to do is disappoint my dad. So having a dad who is, you know, an immigrant and foreign, whatever, um, how does having a gay son play into that? I don't know. Right. So he was (laughs) the last person I told. Um, But, you know. What did
0: he do? What was his reaction? Was it?
1: Well, you know, I obviously got very emotional about it. And I told him and uh, his reaction was he literally goes, and. You know, and he said, um, because you're still my son, I love you no matter what, right? And that, obviously, you know, very nice and everything. And I know, once again, not everyone's um, coming out stories the same because I know there's a lot of parents who reject their kids, unfortunately, still or throw them out of the house or don't speak to them or whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. The cost of not feeling accepted is like at the top of the totem pole for just human nature. People want to feel accepted. And it made me sad that you're... When you were talking you were saying, I didn't know how it fit in because I did all this stuff and I'm a hard worker and I've done all this. And how fucking crazy that someone could actually, based on just who you love, like, think about that based on who you love. It's nothing that you do, nothing how you, how, who you love, which is just really makes me sad that there's people that are so judgmental just based on who people love. And that can totally, cancel all of the wonderful right. things that they are like yeah, that they just downplay
1: everything else about you
0: crazy to me
1: it is crazy no it is crazy and i think and i think for some people they struggle with that they they struggle with understanding where you know how can i be i mean i did i'll use myself as an example right yeah. how can i be greek but also be gay how can i be you know still involved in these activities but i'm gay yeah right like how does that work right I don't have the same feelings as I do with men,
0: mm-hmm. right? So you never thought about me naked or because we would like dress. We went to prom together. We did
1: go to prom together. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: when we went on the dance floor, I remember. Yeah, we, not we with would not dance We would not Like we started to weird. and I looked at him and I was like, no. no we're not doing this. No, you need to that get over there. That was very weird. Yeah, it was weird. Awkward. Um, but no. Go ahead. No. All right. Whatever. <laughs> no. I always wanted to turn a gay man straight, but it's fine.
1: It's was, fine. Okay. Well, no. Yeah, maybe one day.
0: Um, okay. When Nico came out to me. We were at the Capitol Grill.
1: We were. It was
0: Valentine's Day. It
1: was Palentine's it Day. It was
0: Palent yeah. Palentine's it was that porter it was that
1: porterhouse steak I had. Was it? It? Just gave me, it gave me the courage. What
0: did I get? I don't know. Probably truffle fries. But there was petals like all over our our table. And I'm like, you can't assume. I felt like that was a little assuming for Capitol Agri- well, I guess whatever. It's Valentine's. That
1: we were together. Day.
0: Yeah. So they put petals all over our table when you want champagne. I'm like, relax. Like can't just your because friends get dinner? Yeah, exactly. Like, can't friends... Well, I guess maybe the petals can represent... Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. Anyways, but I wonder... The religion part is hard. Because yes, for sure. Oftentimes, at least people close to me, when I ask, they say, Oh, it's fine. I still love these people like they're a different breed. I love these people for who they are. I just don't love their decisions. It is a sin. Guess, you know, and that to me, I sit there and I... and I just have a really hard time with these thoughts. I don't know. Is it 1955? Are we in the Stone Age? Are we still doing this? Um, And so I wonder, do you feel accepted in your church for who you are?
1: I mean, what I would say is I have not encountered anybody who has not accepted me it is what it is if you
0: had if you were dating someone would you bring them to church feel comfortable doing that and like holding hands and being a couple so i'm
1: i'm i personally am not like a pda type person so i don't know about holding hands but i would bring them
0: yeah (laughs) no no little ass slapping
1: Uh, no ass slapping no like yeah you
0: no like
1: we're still in church okay okay right 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 okay Okay. Okay. all right i i can be in church and i can see people going up for communion right and I don't know how it is in other churches, but I know that, you know, t- typically you're supposed to go and confess your quote unquote sins mm-hmm. prior to receiving the body and blood of Christ, right? Well, I see a lot of people who are walking up to that line who I know have committed a lot of sins,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And i I'm very likely they have not went to confession, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like, you know, you can't pick and choose right. what you're calling out as a sin when there's other people who are also sinning. mm mm-hmm. But that's okay, right? Right. Like, what's going on here? I personally believe that my relationship with God is my relationship with God. Everyone has a relationship with God or a spiritual whatever, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Or they have some kind of spiritual connection, whoever that is with. I believe that my relationship with God is my relationship with God. At the end of the day, if God wants to judge me, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I also believe that, I mean, I just didn't wake up one day and decide I was gay. Right? Right? I know that after the whole gay marriage, you know, the Supreme Court decision that came out, right? Yeah. The the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America, which is based out of New York, which basically covers the whole like North and South America, right? They're mm-hmm. like the arching governing body, right? They had put out that they recognized the Supreme Court's decision and whatnot, but in the, the church, it was still recognized between a man and a woman. Now, the priest at my parish actually took that letter and republished that letter in our monthly bulletin, which I... I got... I did get upset about it, to be very transparent, because I was like, it was just necessary. Like, why are we republishing this in our monthly bulletin? Like, what's the narrative here? What are you mm-hmm. trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm not going to allow... I would never allow somebody else to say that I couldn't still practice my religion. I'm not going to allow somebody else to say I wasn't welcome at church or... I would never allow that that stuff to get to me, mm-hmm. right?
0: But doesn't that like that sucks? It does. It does you, suck. Like, but I understand.
1: But I also but do you.
0: You. I, I was gonna say because I feel like I used to say, "Well, you know what? It's their religion. If if that's what they believe in, then we have to just accept that." And I think I would have said that maybe five years ago. And mm-hmm. now, to me an issue that is based an issue based on love and of, I just, I don't know. I, I get, I get frustrated obviously mm-hmm. with this. Well, it's their religion. It's what they believe in. Um, but you don't hear that. You hear, Oh, it's not, it's not just what I believe in. You hear the, well, this is actually the truth and that I'm like, Oh, gee, let me bow. I'm going to bow down. Okay. I didn't know you were the Lord, our savior. I wasn't sure. Um, so it's just frustrating. It's obviously frustrating, but um, I also love and respect. I have close friends, family that are still quote unquote by the book and they are loving people and, in, in, in a lot of awesome ways. I, I do have trouble understanding their view on this and that's just the way it is. But uh, I guess just growing up with you, it, it just baffles me. You go into this church and you love this church. You grew up, you that your dream is to have a wedding in this church and, um, It's, it's, it just crushes my soul in a sense. So I think we just need a revolution. That's just me. But yeah, no, I mean, that's, I mean, you're changing
1: hundreds of years, right? I mean, that's what they say in the future, somewhere down the road, it might not. Who knows? I I don't know. But I think
0: it seems not to anger you, which is good. You seem to be like, that's just is what it is. I'm not going to get married and in the church. I mean, I understand
1: that. I mean, which is fine. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't get married in the church yeah just have a destination wedding
0: oh my god Greece so even
1: if if I wanted a destination wedding oh, even yeah. though I was at in a heterosexual relationship it wouldn't be in a church true right If it's is on that the what beach you want to whatever destination well, I don't know well what we'll would see. you pick right I gotta now? find somebody first so
0: yeah that's true they're out there hanging out they're weighing out what uh, do
1: you believe I, right? Tell me what you believe what are you feeling What is yeah what are your feelings it's rude yeah
0: rude what does rude mean
1: rude means very
0: rude no it doesn't that was made up that's not what it means no that's that's not that's not how it was created though it is on urban dictionary but that's not how we created the word do you know where the okay it means very rude but do you know where rude came from yeah
1: from you you made up the word why because of how i said rude
0: okay yeah that's it because when I ask people or friends of ours, we started this whole word called rude, capital V R U D E, in Urban Dictionary. You can look it up. We created it in the end. Yeah. Um, it's because Nico, I don't know what it is, sometimes would talk and like words and letters get like mixed and he would mm-hmm. say a rude, but he would say like a rude. And so we created it, but it means very rude, but how it was created was right. from Nick's hungry. Nick's hungry. Yeah. He likes cookies. Cookies for lunch, milk and cookies. I mean, hey, we don't have to agree. we don't even have to be friends. We can even say this person's not a person I want in my social circle because I really want people that value X, y, and Z cool. let's but let's have a con- fucking conversation about it. I cannot even tell you this year has been the world of divisiveness, but I have to say we have a mutual friend Kelsey when we go out to dinner we I think we all have very different views on different things, I think.
1: We do. I think we do. We do.
0: And we all, I mean, we'll roll our eyes at each other and be like, fucking relax a little. But unless they're, well, hopefully there's not alcohol involved. When there's no alcohol involved, it's kosher, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But we also
1: have an understanding of kind of where everyone's coming from, Yes,
0: and we know each other. It's different when you know someone from when they're very young, I feel like, even like high school it's a friend you've known for so long. You kind of know they You kind of know where they're coming from. At least, I don't know where. If I meet somebody now, I'm gonna be thirty this year, and they don't. They're really on the opposite spectrum of like what I value and what I believe. I can say okay, get agree to disagree, and mm-hmm. I don't really need to hang out with you. That's so the absurd. thing. I want to. We can listen to other people's point of views, but we don't gotta hang out with them and go to Benihana with them. Aw you love benihana I'm obsessed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fried rice. Oh, ham cubes. Shout out to Eaton Park for the ham cubes, which is actually and
1: strawberry ch- pie is back, it's back in season. Strawberry
0: pie, it is so good. <laughs> They're turkey bologna
1: that you could find on the salad bar, but when we go go the salad bar, it'd be close. so she would ask the waitress ask the for manager. a special order, mm-hmm. and they bring out a little, like a little soup bowl of them for her.
0: It's so good. We should probably do that.
1: We could do that. Would you eat them?
0: Thought I would. No, I would. Would I think you, I, Well, it's turkey bologna. It's not from pork. I don't. I really don't fuck with pork. Gizzards of a turkey that's been in a slaughterhouse, I would probably fuck with that once okay. or twice a year. Okay. I think.
1: All right. Well, let's put some time on the, time on the calendar. Let's There's do no it. There's no
0: space. You're always too busy, Nico. Uh, okay. <sighs>
1: Everyone's busy with her.
0: No, I know. We've all... But we all can make time for each other, which we do.
1: You make time for the people you want to make time for, mm-hmm. right?
0: I agree. Mm. That is for sure. You do. You do. Oh, no, pity. I'm too busy. Well, I get it. We're all busy. But Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. This was fun.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. I just texted him like last week. I'm like, wait, you're a perfect, perfect guest to talk to about shit. And I haven't seen you in a long time. What is um before we leave, what is your favorite memory of us? Or one of the first that comes to mind. Oh God.
1: Oh, I was going to say when we went to Ocean City and then we had to drive you to oh. Philadelphia because she was going to be starring in Taylor Lautner's movie. Yeah. So she cut her vacation short and we drove her I to made, Philly to get a flight to back to Pittsburgh. In the, middle of the night,
0: in the middle of the night, they drove me to Philly so I could be an extra in this stupid movie that I was literally in for two seconds and I was it was blurred in the back. I was literally blurred. <laughs> So rude. What if we dated brothers? What if? Oh, and they're twins. <laughs> and
1: they're twins.
0: And one's gay. Uh huh. And then. The wow. Other
1: one- and then we're and then we're in-laws.
0: Wait a minute. Oh, I have an idea. And then we use my egg and your sperm. Wait. Wait. Yes. You you and the, your partner decide to have a baby because you want kids. Yeah. But you use me, and then I'm your surrogate. Got to pay me some dough. I'll keep her sh- super healthy. And then maybe occasional sour punch draw. And then
1: <laughs> we, that would be
0: related. Okay. no Nomás. Thanks, Neek. Thank you. I love you. You're my little, you too. my little, my little, my little Neek. So thank you all for listening in. This was fun. As always, if you have any questions, comments, any whatever you want to do, feel free to reach out. Neek is on the gram, he's on Facebooky. He's got Snack Time Podcast, so you can catch him there. He plays kickball every Sunday. Is that right? Most Sundays. Most Sundays. Spring and fall. Spring and fall.
1: I'm an athlete.
0: He's an athlete. Oh, really? I thought you didn't play sports.
1: I don't. (laughs) Just recreational sports.
0: (laughs) Just the occasional ball kicking. I like balls. You do. I appreciate that.
1: Dodgeball, kickball, other balls. Yeah, they all work.
0: You know what was the biggest or one of the biggest things I took from that conversation is find a friend, a human that you can laugh with and be silly with because when you get in that playful laughter state, that shit just goes out the window. Any, oh, I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z, how it will be looked at, you find connection, playfully laughing, telling weird jokes, being silly, being whatever you feel when you feel just totally you. Funny, goofy, letting go. Once you get into that state, it's crazy that all of that garbage or noise that's preventing you to fully step into you goes out the window. After our conversation, I even felt lighter. I thought, I was like, I can do anything. I feel amazing. So if you want, if you're interested, Nico has a Instagram, Nico Kookness, K-O-U-K-N-A-S. He has a podcast as well. It's snack time. I think it's all one word snack time. It's a podcast on um, Apple podcast, Spotify, all that stuff. Oh, his Instagram is kooky kook. Amazing. K-O-U-K-Y-K-O-U-K. He's awesome. I'll say it a million times. I don't even care. So thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed or took something from that that you can kind of start your weekend off right And yeah, enjoy this beautiful weather. It's going to be beautiful and have an awesome weekend. See ya!